on the Hard Rocker Sports Network from KTech 91.3. This is Hard Rocker Huddle, your podcast home for South Dakota Mines Athletics. My name is Josh Van Valkenberg Gernert. Uh, this is another episode of the Hard Rocker Huddle. Today we're bringing in guest Travis Kleinsaucer, part of the men's track and field team. You have kind of a little bit of a different journey to get in, getting into collegiate sports, but first, just talk a little bit about growing up in Huron. What was that like? What your siblings and family life was like? Sure. Um, first off, thanks for having me. Um, it's pretty exciting. So here on South Dakota, it's smack dab in the middle of the eastern half of South Dakota. It's a relatively small town, about thirteen thousand people, and uh, it's the only hometown I ever known like that's where I grew up that's where I spent the first 18 years of my life so I I liked it it treated me well um growing up I had mom and a dad older sister older brother my sister wasn't very much into sports but my older brother definitely was uh he was definitely an influence he's four years older than me did football wrestling and track just like me um yeah I would say uh really really good childhood um never had to worry about anything like really good home life uh started sports early and uh kind of stuck with it sure uh you mentioned starting early what kind of age do you think what was when you really first got involved in any of those sports you mentioned and was your brother kind of a big influence on you getting into sports getting into sports um really young probably like park and rec soccer or t-ball um I don't think my brother was an influence getting into sports, but especially when I hit middle school and high school, um, he was a huge influence. I mean, there's times where he woke me up at 6 a.m., like, we're going to the weight room, like, you're lifting with me, like, dragging me out of bed to go lift. And so I, it was inconvenient at the time, but I appreciate that, and yeah. You mentioned kind of being involved in football track and wrestling earlier. When did when did you kind of start to narrow down on those three sports? Was it a high school or was it even earlier than that? Um, so I, I quit baseball probably like fifth grade just because I couldn't hit the ball. Uh, soccer I played up until eighth grade, and then I chose football over soccer. And so I did football, wrestling, and track, uh, I think from all four years of high school. Sure, and... Um... You know, what kind of success did you have when you were in high school? Was your football team pretty good? And then same for track and wrestling. Um, so football, uh, the team was not very good. I, I also was not very good. Um, I was the kicker my junior and senior year. Uh, the coolest thing I probably did on the football field was I got player of the game once because I kicked like three or four field goals, one of which was a 44-yarder. So that was... That's probably the coolest thing I did on the football field, but it really wasn't my thing. Wrestling, um, I was varsity my junior and senior year, made it to state my junior year, went one-two barbecue, got beat out right away. Uh, senior year, I won regions, made it to state, and got sixth, and the team also ended up getting sixth, so that was, that was pretty good. Um, I also won the Hardest Working Wrestler Award junior and senior year with both my practice partners, so that was... That's probably the award that I'm most proud of, like even more so than getting sixth at state, just being recognized for my work ethic and my practice partner's work ethic as well. Track, um, I pretty much all my success in track was because of pole vault. I, I was 
kind of fast, but not fast enough to make a difference, really. Uh, so pole vault, I made it to state three years, sophomore, junior, and senior year. I got sixth my sophomore year, third, and third. So never, never won state, unfortunately, but um, I did make it to state, and uh, I did win the boys track MVP and male athlete of the year my senior year, so that was really cool. Yeah, you mentioned being mostly pole vault, or did you do some running stuff or any other field events as well, or mostly pole vault? Mostly pole vault, but just because it was a relatively small school, uh, smallest school in AA for South Dakota, um, I and because I was kind of fast, like I, I was put in relays, but my main event was definitely pole vault. Sure, and then what uh, weight class were you in when you wrestled? I, I, I wrestled 170 okay. both years. Um, we kind of talked about this a little bit at the beginning, that you weren't, initially when you came here, you weren't necessarily going to be in sports, right? So what what kind of initially brought you to South Dakota Mines? What were you interested in? What drew you here? Yep, so um, my older brother came here. He was having a really good experience. Uh, he's four years older, so he uh, was kind of on the downward slope of his Mines journey. And he had a really good experience here. And I knew engineering was kind of what I wanted to do, so um, this just kind of seemed like the place to be. Sure, and then I believe it was your whole freshman year you were not in track, right? It wasn't until your second year that you I, started kind of getting in with the track team? So I I came and talked to the coaches. I think my first practice was March 19th of my freshman year. Okay. So fall semester, I was not in track at all. And then for the first half of my spring semester freshman year. So I, what what kind of made you decide that, I don't know, you wanted to be in college? Was it just that you missed it from high school? Or what kind of made you realize you wanted to do it at the college level? Yeah, so pretty much I got dumped. And as you can imagine I was not having a very good time and so I was doing some reflection from down in the dumps and I realized like it wasn't healthy for me to be moping around and uh, I, I wanted something that was going to distract me from how I felt and like just take up a lot of my time and something I'd be good at and as you mentioned like I was kind of having withdrawals from like competition from being in sports all through high school and uh, I had already competed unattached at a Black Hill State meet and so the idea of track was already in my mind. And so putting everything together, I just kind of settled on track. So I made my way up to the King Center, found the coaches, said, hey, my name's Travis. I vaulted 14.9 in high school. I ran an 11.7100, and I kind of want to be a multi. And at the time, I couldn't long jump. I couldn't high jump. I still can't. I wasn't a thrower, never hurdled, and they had no idea what type of gas tank I would have for the 1K or the 1500, and so not surprisingly, I got told no to being a multi, but they did let me on the team as a pole vaulter, and I loved it. Like, I was getting into shape, I was part of a team, I got to compete all over Colorado, Montana, South Dakota, like, it was it was really good, I loved it. So did you start right away then, your freshman year, or was it not until your sophomore year that you started actually competing in meets? Yeah, no, I, I got to compete probably three, two or three weeks after I started practice. So right away in the outdoor season, basically, yeah. you probably missed indoor. Yeah. I, I missed all of indoor, and I didn't go to, I think it was a BH meet was the first outdoor meet, but the first meet I went to was in Montana. Sure. Um, so just had that conversation with the coaches, was it something you reached out to them about first, or did you just kind of walk into their office one day, and that was how it started? If I remember it right, I just kind of walked in, 
um, I they knew who I was because I had competed unattached at BH, and so like there there were some athletes that like knew me, and like I'm sure they knew who I was, but if I remember right, I just kind of walked in and. <laughs> Yeah, and you mentioned starting out as a pole vaulter. You did eventually get into doing Maltese like you wanted yeah, yeah. this year, right? So this is your second or third year with the program. Um, Let's see, March of 2019, so it, three years. Three years. Yeah. And this is your first year you've been doing HAP and DEC this year. So what what was that transition like to get into the more of the multi stuff? Uh-huh. Um, first of all, it was exciting. I was, I was on co-op in Utah when I got the text from Coach Yu, like, asking if I'd be interested, and I I was ecstatic. Like, I was jumping for joy. Um, it was it was super cool. So I was excited, first of all, and then um, it, uh, I think it's been good. I mean, 10 events or, like, learning a bunch of new disciplines in track is a little overwhelming, but um, because of the way our indoor and outdoor season are set up in the year, we have a very long fall conditioning process, and so I did have a lot of time to adjust. And yeah, you have, you've had some success pretty much right away. You got second team all conference in the HEP. You're also second on the all time top ten list with four thousand five hundred eighty eight points in the HEP. So what what was that kind of like to just jump right into it and be successful pretty much right away? exciting um so well like i said i was on U in utah on co-op and so i had missed all of my i had redshirted all of indoor and outdoor my my junior season and sophomore year outdoor was canceled because of covid and so i had been off for i, I hadn't competed in a meet in probably a year and a half and so to be able to come back and pr in the hunt in the 60 pr in pole vault and perform decently well in everything else was really exciting yeah i'm sure and then you obviously we're still early in the outdoor season but you've kind of been going all over the place again you've competed in the 200 meter the discus you were in the four by four this weekend right and then you've also been in the hurdles and the javelin in addition to the deck so what has it kind of been like to be able to balance all those different events and still how do you train for all those events, I guess, is the first question. Um, so how do you train for them? Um, yeah, I train a lot. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. I, I just kind of show up to practice when they tell me to practice and, uh, I don't know, get after it, I guess. Um, there is, like, the thing with the decathlon or multis in general, you don't have to be exceptional at an, an event like I'm a pole vaulter and so I expect to like win the pole vault event or at least like be top three whereas like high jump I struggle with immensely like I I cannot figure out how to high jump and so uh the goal there is just get to a point where it doesn't hurt my total score too bad like obviously I want to succeed and like grow but I mean I the thing with the deck is you don't have to be great at all the events you just have to be pretty good at most of them sure Sure, and yeah, you've also had some success early in the outdoor season when you did the javelin on its own. You got second in that, mm -hmm. and then you also took a first place in the deck and also second in the top ten board. So just how, I guess, having such a long break, too, what has it been like to just be able to get right back on the horse and have some pretty much immediate success? 
Um, <laughs> I've said exciting yeah. like a whole bunch, but <laughs> I, it's it is really cool. Um, when I was on co-op, I did a lot of training by myself, and Coach Carl was putting out lifts for us to do, so I tried to keep up with those. And so I I wasn't just sitting on my butt all my co-op. Like I was I was thinking about track season and working towards it. And like I said before, there is a very long fall conditioning period and so it's it's not like I just showed up and like immediate success but um to be able to be a multi in my first season and see some relative success like it's it is exciting yeah and then uh what is kind of what is the your approach I guess to maybe the different events it must be a different approach knowing you're going to be doing the 10 events in the deck Mm -hmm. compared to a meet where you're just doing a relay and you're just doing a javelin. So what does what does the physical and mental approach look like for you? Um, so physical, I would just say like when I'm when I'm in practice, I try to really understand the event, like what am I trying to make my body do, and then uh, I guess figure out what it is I'm trying to do, and then practice it enough that I know how it feels and then I can methodically give myself cues or know what to think about when I'm doing each event and um yeah and I guess the mental approach it's not as overwhelming as you would think like because it's you do one event at a time and then you get a half hour break and then you go to the next event and so you do have some time to recover if you underperformed or to kind of come off your high horse if you overperformed <laughs> But part of that, too, you know, you must have to kind of, like, forget about it really fast and then move on since you only have that half an hour or whatever between event number one, whatever it is, and event number two of the Hepper deck. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I mean, to be honest, I haven't had a super disappointing event other than Discus. Um, Discus, I, I really underperformed. That was, that was kind of sucky, but... Um, I I really haven't had an event where I've had to really forget about it yet. Hopefully, not ever. <laughs> and then uh, we already kind of mentioned some of your successes. What are you? I guess what are your goals for like once you get to the, I guess the remainder of the season, and then once you get to the RMAC Championships here in about a few weeks, both individually and as a team as well. Um. I guess individually, I'd like to go top five at conference. Um, right now, I'm ranked number one, but that's just because a lot of other Colorado schools haven't completed a deck yet. So uh, I, I don't expect to be ranked number one going into the conference. But um, I, I would like to go top five. Um, I'd also like to provo, or like hit a provisional mark in the decathlon and in the pole vault. Um, I'm, I don't want to say I'm close to the pole vault, uh, provisional mark, but I, I'm definitely in the ballpark. Like I'm, I'm shooting for that. Um, the school record in the deck is also something I'm, I'm got my eye on. Um, as a team, um, I just want to take as many people to conference as I can and have everyone perform well. Um, I, I guess I don't know what everyone's individual goals are, but I mean, I, I'd like the team to perform well. Yeah, and you really have been as a team. I mean. Both the men and women finished in the top five overall at the last two events. At Spearfish, you finished 20 points away from first place 
on the men's side. So there's been a lot of there's been a lot of improvement just from the indoor to the outdoor season. So what do you guys kind of have to do to carry that over and keep that rolling? Um, I'd say to keep improving. Um, we're at the point of the season where, like, we have a very good base with all of our fall conditioning. We're we're experienced. Like, we have we are in the competitive mindset, and uh, I'd say to just stay healthy and then keep hitting workouts hard, and don't let the like being on co-op. I was really really missing track, and I was having competition withdrawals, and so we just have to stay hungry in the season. Like because we're getting meets every single week, we. I think that we may be forgetting that, like, these are special. Like, we need to hit these meets hard. Like, you only get, I'm only going to three more meets this year. Like, I'm, we got a home meet, I'm going to Kearney, probably not going to Mines, and then there's conference. And so there's, there's really only three more events or three more meets for me, and then it's over until next year. Yeah. And so we just got to stay hungry and keep getting after it in practice. Yeah, track's definitely a little different because it's, you have, like, not even two months of indoor and then not even two months of outdoor really so then you just it's just you have to be ready to go and you have to be if i i imagine if you had like a couple meets that didn't go well it would kind of suck because you'd have to carry yeah. that over all the way until mm -hmm. the next winter yeah. basically especially like in pole vault if you know height it's such a mental thing and uh you were mentioning we only get like two months of indoor and that's that's like seven meets, and then I, I get really bad jealousy when I look at like the basketball schedule. And there, they have thirty games, and like the games are so long. Whereas like pole vault, like you've jumped eight, ten times, and then you're done. Yeah, and you have one bad jump, and then that's that's it for the meet. Like once if you if you miss it, you're done. Well, you, you get three attempts at yeah. a time, but yeah, but yeah, it's it's just it's a little bit different how it works in track mm -hmm. for sure. Um, kind of moving on. I know you're involved in a bunch of different things here on campus. Um, one of the things you're involved in is Res Life. Mm -hmm. What do you kind of do for Res Life? Are you an RA or what, is, what does it look like? What do you do? Yep. So I've been an RA, uh, which is a resident advisor, since my sophomore year of college. So this is this is my third year, and uh, so I live in the dorms with freshmen, and my job is basically policy enforcement and community building and so it's my job make sure they don't burn the place down and uh, make sure that pretty much everyone has a friend making sure people get connected and to do that I try to build relationships with them and put on fun events and I'm in the outdoor pursuits interest community and so a lot of what I do is based around all of my favorite things to do which is basically sports and the outdoors and so like in the past we've gone camping dodgeball um, last year we did archery, so there's just, I don't know, I, I really enjoy it. When you do those kind of events, like you mentioned archery, where are you going to do that? Is that like a multi-day thing or you just kind of go and... Usually, usually, uh, we try to limit it to like two or three hours and in the past we've, uh, cooperated a lot with Outdoor Campus West, which is a game fishing parks facility here in town. Um, this year we've done camping where we just, I think it was Pactola, maybe? I, I'm not sure. Um, you're also involved in Circle K. I have no idea what that is, so first just explain to me, and I guess everyone else, what Circle K is, and then what, what you do for that as well. 
Yep, so Circle K is the college level of Kiwanis. It's a volunteer organization, and because track practice overlaps with when the weekly meetings are, I don't go to the weekly meetings, unfortunately, but uh, they a lot of what they do is just like service work, and so every year they do trick-or-treat for canned goods, which is just a food drive basically around town, and I've participated in that, uh, I think, all three years of college. Sure, so it's various fundraising-type things, like canned good drives and stuff like that. Yep, canned good drives and then just a lot of service because we're able-bodied, able-bodied college students looking for stuff to do. Sure. Um, that's not it, though. You're also in uh, country sw- Two Left Feet Country Swing Dance Club. Is that right? Yes, I am. Okay, what do, you, what do you do? What is that first? Obviously, it's a dance club. Yep. But how much, how much do you meet? What? How many people are involved? What does that look like? Yep. So it's uh, it's a weekly meeting. It's two hours in the basement of the Newman Center. They just play some country music, and you go there and dance with whoever you want. And, uh, yeah, I, I started my freshman year. My older brother was involved in that, of course, and so I got into that. And I, I made some really good friends around country swing dancing, and uh, I continued it all through my co-op and I came back and I'm still dancing. Uh, swing dancing is pretty hard though. Is that something you knew before you knew how to do before you got here? Or did you kind of learn through that club? So I, I learned it through college. It was my freshman year. I pretty much learned the basics and then I've just kind of been adding to my arsenal <laughs> throughout. Yeah. Swing dancing is not easy. So that's it's, impressive. It's, it's surprisingly similar to wrestling because you got two people, you got to know how your body works, how the other person's body works. It's uh and a lot of moves, you just kind of string, string the moves together. And it's, I found it to be very similar to wrestling. That's a very interesting yeah. comparison. I would less, have never even less. Thought. Less exertion, though, which sure. is which is nice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You can dance for more than six minutes. Wrestling for three periods is kind of rough. Yeah, for sure. Um, you also, you know, you, you do pretty well in the classroom as well. Your GPA is like three, a little bit above three, six. How do you kind of, I guess, I guess what, how do you succeed in the classroom? You know, what are, what are your methods to being able to have success in the classroom do you do a lot of studying or is there times where you kind of have to just take a break from everything and i guess what are your personal tips for success in the classroom um well i will admit this year has been relatively mild in in comparison to my sophomore and junior year uh sophomore and junior year were pretty rough uh to succeed in the classroom like I'm an unapologetic tryhard. Like I, like I didn't get a lot of sleep those years, which isn't the way to do it. But I just I do all the homework usually, like if they collect it, um, and I really try to understand what the professor is teaching us. Like not just completing the homework, but actually understanding like how does this apply to what I'm doing, and so uh, really seeking to understand what it is I'm trying to learn, and then. Um, just trying really hard. I mean, studying, I like doing examples more than just like reading because I I like examples. I don't know. Yeah. And this, this is not the easiest school in the world. And I've heard from some other people too, that junior year is like the really, really difficult year. Is that, was that the case for you as well? 
Um, so I went on co-op spring of my junior year, and so I only had the fall semester. Um, looking back, I, I'm not sure which semester was the hardest. I, like, sophomore year and junior year were definitely the roughest. I'm, I'm not sure which one. Sure. Um, you kind of mentioned a couple times you were on a co-op. What, mm -hmm. what did you do for your co-op? Where did you go for that? Yep, so I had a co-op with Kimberly Clark in Ogden, Utah. Um, Kimberly Clark is a global brand. They're huge. They make, I think, like Kleenex. They do a bunch of diapers. They do Scott brand paper towels and toilet paper. And just like they're involved in a lot of paper products. And uh, the facility I was at made diapers. And so pull-ups, Huggies, and Depends, as well as Costco brand, male and female, all the sizes, and they supplied the whole Western United States. And what I did was mechanical engineering internship co-op work, which involved a lot of SolidWorks, which is a 3D modeling software. Um, and so most of what I did was updating their online library of all the parts. And so when they make a physical change to the machines out on the plant floor, they want that to be reflected in the library in case something breaks or in case they want to make a new plant like down in Mexico. And so that way they have up-to-date parts. And so if something breaks, they know exactly like this is the part number, these are the dimensions, this is where we get it. Like they, they are a, obviously they're a very big company and time is money. And so if I can save them time when looking up stuff or being more accurate, that's that's what I did. I had some other smaller projects as well. Like I got to cooperate a lot with my engineering manager, um, my mentor, a lot of the other mechanical engineering guys and the other engineering people, as well as the operators and maintenance guys. But most of what I did was SolidWorks. Sure. Um, kind of wanted to talk just a little bit about how, how you balance everything, you know, the res life, Circle K, the dance club, obviously the classroom plus track. That's a lot, especially at this school. Mm -hmm. So what are, what do you kind of do to stay mentally healthy and how do you balance all of these different things? Um, ooh, as far as staying balanced, um, like I kind of hinted at before, I don't sleep a whole lot, which this year it's been my fault because my, my course load has been pretty light. And so I just end up spending way too much time on my phone or my computer or whatever. And then boom, it's 2 a.m. Uh, but um, in the past, I would say just <laughs> trying hard. I, I don't know. Um, and then to be mentally healthy, um, like I get a lot of energy from like being around people. And so, like, being in track and, like, being in all these clubs and, like, going out and, like, seeing people, like, that's that's really how I stay mentally healthy. Like, I I really value the relationships I make with people, and I've, I've got really good friends, basically. Yeah, it's really important to, especially when you're involved in all that stuff, to make sure you're having fun too like obviously school mm -hmm. isn't necessarily the most fun thing in the world and even a sport <laughs> sometimes like obviously it's enjoyable but sometimes it can be a grind too so mm -hmm. it's important to have like a hobby or something else that you can do and enjoy for sure um now this summer if this is correct you're doing another internship right yep and that's with flintco Yep. Okay, what what do you, what does they do, and then where, what kind of things are you going to be doing with them? 
So Flintco is a nationwide general contractor, so they do construction type work. And uh, they're in town here building a health center or a hospital up by West Middle School. So that's the project I'll be on. I'm not sure exactly what work I'll be doing, but uh, it, it is more construction related as opposed to a manufacturing facility. And so I'm, I'm trying to widen my experience there so that I have a better direction to go when I do decide to go full time. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. it my interview went really well. Well, I had a couple interviews, but my in-person interview with some of the crew that I'd be working with went really well, and I'm I'm excited for it. Sure. Um, do you, are you at a point now where you kind of know what you want to do in the future, or is doing kind of this other thing? Is that kind of why you're doing it, to make sure what you want to do once you graduate? Um, so I don't have a clue what I want to do. Um, as far as like the specific direction I want to go, I do know in like a in a full time job I want to like solve problems. I want to feel useful. I want to see progress. I like working in teams, and so like I those are kind of my criteria. I'm not sure what job would fit that, but if it if it checks all those boxes, I think it'll be okay. Outside of like a full time job, I really want to be like an assistant high school wrestling coach or like a a pole vault coach or a sprints coach. Um, just because I know the impact that high school sports had on me. And if I can give that to, you know, five or ten kids a year or, like, even just a few, like, that'd be huge and really rewarding. Plus, I could see progress and feel useful and solve problems and, like, all the stuff related to coaching. Plus, I just really love track and wrestling. <laughs> sure. Um, what, do you have any, like, preference on where you want to be located when you get a full-time job or you kind of just wherever it takes you? <laughs> um. Well, right now, like, I'm young, I'm single, like, I can go out, like, I can I can go wherever. Like, on my co-op in Utah, like, I loved it. Um, I also really enjoy all the other places I've ever been. And so, um, like, all my, most of my friends and family are in South Dakota. So I would say if I don't end up in South Dakota, I get, I'm going to end up somewhere really cool, uh, like, overseas or, like, Salt Lake or Ogden or something. But I... I don't know where I want to go. Sure. And uh, you're a mechanical engineering major, correct? Correct, yeah. So what kind of, what is it about the mechanical side that I guess made you interested in that as opposed to some of the other areas? I wish there was like a super huge reason, but my brother was a civil and I didn't want to be a civil like him. And so like when deciding, like coming to mines, my dad just sat down with me and read through all the majors that South Dakota Mines had, and it's like, well, mechanical sounds cool, so I'll do that. Well, and, I mean, it's, it's worked out so so far. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, in terms of, like, if you were to talk to somebody who was an incoming freshman, what would you, what do you think you would tell them, tell somebody who hasn't <coughs> made up their mind yet on coming here? Um, I guess I would just describe to them what my experience has been like, because if, if they're looking to go to a huge school and like, just like, I don't know, just go to a huge school, this probably isn't the place. If they want to just party or, you know, not have a bunch of schoolwork to do, this probably isn't the place. But, um, I could just describe all the positives that I've had here. Like I, like I've mentioned a few times, I've, I've had great relationships, um, like, I have awesome friends. Obviously, I, I like the track team. Um, 
I've been involved in a lot of stuff. I've had relative academic success. Um, so yeah, I would just talk to them about what I've experienced and then depending on what they want, if they decide to come here, that's up to them. And then kind of along those same lines, what would your advice be on how to succeed for somebody who is for sure coming here as a freshman? Um, first, I would probably make the assumption that since they're coming here, they were probably one of the smarter kids in their high school and kind of breezed through high school. And uh, that gets a lot of people in trouble because people come here and they think they're smart. Like that, that happened to me. Like I thought I was smart. And then chemistry hit me and physics hit me and just a whole bunch of classes hit me and uh so my advice would be i would encourage them to go talk to their professors during office hours because these professors know what they're talking about like the, they're the people testing you and so if you want to know what you're being tested over or how to better understand it you need to go talk to your professor um, there's also a ton of other resources on campus as far as like resident peer mentor, there's tutoring, there's uh, just all kinds of people that are here to help you. And so that would be how to succeed academically, how to succeed like socially or like how to be a better, how to grow as a person. Definitely join clubs, definitely get out of your room and make some friends um, and just take advantage of everything that the school offers. I mean, your tuition pays for like your admission into sporting events. Go to sporting events, join clubs. Um, a lot of these clubs are, I will say all the clubs are awesome, but I can only speak for, you know, a few of them. And so I would just say, get involved and get out there. Uh, for you, are you, so you're a, technically a senior this year, correct? Yep, I'm, I'm at senior status, but I'm not going to graduate until May of 2023. Okay, but that'll be still your undergrad, you're not in grad? Correct, oh, okay. correct. Um, and then just for you personally, when you kind of, maybe you haven't even done this yet, but when you kind of look back at all the things you've done and all the, I guess, accomplishments you've had, what do you kind of look back and are like wow, I can't believe I did this. That was just an awesome experience. And what what have you been most proud of? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, let's see. I would say, like, the, the things I value most from my experience at Mines has been definitely, like, the friends I've made. Um, I, I have the best friends in the world. Like, that's, I don't know. I'm a little biased, but <laughs> my, my friends are awesome. Um... I, I am kind of proud of, like, the decent GPA. I mean, like, like you said, school is hard, and, like, I know how hard I worked for it, so I, I am kind of proud of that. But um, I would say, like, what I value the most is definitely my friends. All right. Thank you so much for joining us, Travis. I don't have any other questions for you today unless you have anything you want to add. Go Hard Rockers. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, this has been Josh Van Valkenburg-Gernert. And this has been the Hard Rocker Huddle. I'm signing off.